Hi, hello. Welcome to another episode of Isaiah's Newsstand. It's your host, Isaiah Edwards. The date is July 24th, 2023. Hopefully this episode finds you well in good spirits and high hopes. As for me, I'm doing pretty good. Today was a solid-ass Monday. Let's see here. Food corner. Not much to really talk there. I will say I relearned a good little hack because I bought some berries uh, blueberries to be exact, and I added them to the last bit of like peach yogurt I had. Oh my gosh, so much better, so much better. And I was like, duh, like of course, like you love parfaits. A third of the reason you like, well maybe, yeah, a third of the reason you like the parfaits are like the berries, duh. So it was a nice little treat to uh, eat that. Let's see. Other than that, there's really not much else to report at least in terms of my personal life or the things I'm eating. But uh, that being said, let me tend to some grass, if you know what I mean. And then um, we can get to some news. All right, from CNN, Israeli government passes law to limit Supreme Court power, defying mass protests. Now, if you ask me, this was something that was only a matter of when, not if, but I mean, there was that that hope that maybe both sides could come to the table, there could be at least some kind of stepping back from the ledge here. And, you know, we would see a Supreme Court with, you know, their powers and, you know, this right wing led coalition government, you know, could just take their pounds of flesh that they were already getting and we could just live miserable ever after. But no, this shit had to get worse. Um, The Israeli parliament on Monday passed a law stripping the Supreme Court of its power to block government decisions, the first part of a planned judicial overhaul that has sharply divided Israeli society and drawn fierce criticism criticism from the White House. I feel like they should put that in quotations. Just because they are literally just like downvoting the decision, like at the Biden administration, it doesn't mean that that's fierce criticism in my opinion. Like, you guys are not being loud enough. You could be louder with your actions, if you ask me. But we all know that that's just not going to fucking happen. Uh, but the controversial bill, which I believe is called the uh, the Reasonable Act Bill or something like that. A reasonable Act. Reasonable Bill. I don't know. Some lame shit. But uh, the controversial bill passed by a vote of 64 to 0 in the Kessinet. All members of the governing coalition voted in favor of the bill, while all opposition lawmakers walked out of the chamber as the vote was taking place. So essentially everyone else who didn't vote, like they just knew like, hey, we just don't want to be party to this at all. Like you guys have the numbers, so just vote on those numbers. It'll just go down in history as you guys were the ones that put this into power. But um, there was a bunch of protesters um, they were met with barbed wire and water cannons. There's like photos in on this article. I, I 
couldn't quite get them. I, I got one in, in the in the thumbnail, but there's a better one where you literally see this water cannon just like tearing into a crowd of people who are just like blocking the road to Parliament. Or yeah, yeah. So essentially, you know, they had to move that aside so the people could get in, and they did what they they needed to do. I guess. Uh, but uh, among the people who were protesting were thousands of military reservists, including more than 1,100 Air Force officers, Even and said even before the bill passed that they would refuse to volunteer for duty if it did. Now, like, kind of the running, ongoing conversation is with this is like, look, we are not okay with the bill that is now more or less going to give so much power to... Um, the Kessinet, like they they could order us to do whatever they wanted to, and you know, there's no stopping or blocking that, and we don't necessarily want that. I mean, that being said, they're already party to a bunch of shit, in my opinion, um, and they're already down to ride. So I don't know. But that being said, I understand what they're saying. Like they do not want to have to be involved in the blank check that essentially the Kessinet is now getting with this new power. Um, I'm trying to think what else is there while they wind up pull from here um, there is uh, the opportunity for the Supreme Court to potentially block this the former Prime Minister Yair Lapid uh, will, will file a petition with the Supreme Court on Tuesday to block the law and it her- has urged the military reser- reservists not to refuse to serve until the court delivers its ruling Okay, guys, just keep doing what you're doing. You know, if there's an atrocity that needs to get done, you should do it. <laughs> you know, get on that. But, um, you know, but if the court doesn't, then, you know, then it's time to ride out, I guess. I don't know. And that's what I'm saying. It's just, it bothers me because the, the whole time there's still a bunch of, you know, persecution, oppression of a whole group of people in West Bank. And it's like they have no part, no say in any of this. In fact, all of this is going to be used to make their lives just wholesale worse, most likely, somehow. It's very frustrating. Um, and that being said, I understand that, you know, the Israeli people are fighting for their rights here, and they feel like, hey, we, we don't want to see this, and that's good that they are seeing and fighting for it, but they're, they're doing it for themselves, I feel like, not for, you know, the Palestinian people. I feel like I've said that before, and, you know, once again, I'm a broken record on this shit. Uh, another thing, let me not forget a little bit of bonus news. Benjamin Netanyahu did get fitted with a pacemaker. Uh, apparently he's been having some heart problems physically, uh, morally. That shit's just still broke. He don't give a fuck. But, um, yeah, he's like, no, no, no. You guys got to get me out of here. I'm, I'm, you know, discharging. I got to make sure I get my vote in. (laughs) Yeah, man, you know, you got it. You, you did it. Um... What else? What else? What else? What else? What else? Uh, yeah, the protests are going to keep on going, which is good. I, I'm not going to lie. I was surprised that they, they did have so much staying power. But at the same time, you see that it still winds up happening. You know, that <laughs> the Kessinet got what it wanted. Netanyahu got what he wanted. Uh, I mean, he's still going through legal troubles. But, you know, it, it just seems like further and further chipping away, you know, and... We'll see. Uh, Something I did learn from this article, too. Another bill already voted through in March makes it more difficult for a sitting prime minister to be declared unfit for office, restricting the the reasons to physical or mental incapacity and requiring either 
the prime minister themselves are two-thirds of the cabinet to vote for such a declaration, uh, just more or less further insula insulating um, Benjamin Netanyahu. But, I mean, for Benjamin Netanyahu, he still has to continue to try to, quote-unquote, walk this line, you know, that he has with this ultra-right party that he's now aligned himself with and, you know, the rest of Israel, I guess. Uh, so he's doing that one day at a time. <laughs> Uh, I will keep you posted on any more news, any more um, updates there. But um, go ahead and move along. Ah, back to back to my backyard. Well, not my backyard per se. We're just in the states, but we're going to ye ye yes Texas, where it's just everything's bigger there, including the fucking buoys. Apparently, from CBS News, Biden administration sues Texas over floating border barriers used to repel migrants. Um, now these floating barriers are kind of just the tip of the iceberg, but, um, the Biden administration on Monday filed a lawsuit against Texas over floating barriers that state officials have deployed in the middle of the Rio Grande, seeking to force the state to remove the buoys that federal officials argued have engaged, have endangered migrants in Bortle, Bortle, <laughs> Bortle, 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 Border Patrol agents alike. Um, also not to mention these garish ass buoys, um, it also makes it harder for people who have to like, like fishermen and, you know, people who have to use the, the actual waterway, the Rio Grande, like they can't operate with this fucking huge fucking grand line of buoys in the way. Um, and also how these buoys kind of work. They essentially have been deployed. They sit out and they're so massive it's already hard enough to get through the Rio Grande, like, because the current is just so fast. But you get halfway through, and you almost maybe think, like, okay, well, these buoys are almost here to, like, uh, stop me, but I can at least maybe hold on to them. But you can't do anything once you're there. Like, you, this current is fast. Like, you would be forced to, in a situation like this, you can't go really under them. You can't go around them. They're very hard to get through. Um, so, essentially, it's, it's almost forcing you to get back. But let's say you, you do find a way to get over around these buoys. There's razor wire and shit on our side that are even further keeping you out. And also it's alleged, uh, and this is the fucking icing on the cake for me, that officers have been more or less doing pushbacks to people back beyond the, not, you know, the buoys, you know, to the Rio Grande, more or less essentially endangering these people's lives just wholesale. Um, there's other abuses that have been alleged too. I believe a medic has kind of come out that was, you know, working there was just like so appalled that they started, you know, speaking out against it, essentially like blowing the whistle. But, um, other things that have been alleged that they have been withholding water from migrants, which to me, that part wasn't surprising. In fact, I can recall just part, like listening, watching stories of these border patrol people literally breaking up water cases um you know making sure that people cannot drink water at any place that might be deemed like hey this is like a safe like almost rest spot for you you know along your way here so the idea that they're doing this at the rio grande didn't surprise me or in general didn't surprise me um now granted they've come out and said oh the water part we we have no like we're not doing that we systematically are against that but it's like no you systematically are encouraging it with all this fucking behavior but whatever um back to the buoys 
um, the Biden administration, you know, saying, hey, this is fucked up. You got to stop. You got to not do this. And, you know, Abbott's like, nah, I'm going to keep doing it. <laughs> so, I mean, we'll see how this lawsuit goes. Hopefully it bears fruit and this whole Operation Lone Star can be taken down a couple of notches. Uh, also, it's noted in this article that um, more or less through Biden's asylum plan, where we've referenced that before on the podcast, um, crossings, I think, have been down by like 100,000, which is a pretty big number. That being said, there's an ebb and flow to this. So you can't necessarily say like, oh, it's only based off of this and it's going to be good from now on. Uh, if you want to call that good. I, like I said, I, I am really against how the administration on Biden's end has rolled out this asylum plan. It's really fucking botched. It's scuffed as fuck. Much like this podcast. But, you know, I'm not in charge of people's lives, you know. <laughs> uh, that being said, no atrocities have been committed on this podcast. So I can say that. Biden can't. Um, that being said, Abbott has wasted mil- multi-billion dollars. That's so crazy. So much money has been wasted on this whole ass operation. Not just with the buoys, but with putting people on buses and sending them to other states to, like, deal with this fucking problem. Just so much dumb shit. It makes me so mad. Um, because I rail against other countries that do this shit. I've talked about Greece before and their shitty ass fucking pushback. The shit that they've done to uh, migrants. And I've said it before, I'll say it again. I get so mad about it because it happens here in my own country where I live. And it's supposed to be a land of the free. And it's like, nah, no, 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 only for some. Only for some. <laughs> we do need everyone for, like, you know, really cheap, low-wage labor. But, like, we also don't want you to, like, breathe air here at the same time. It's really, it's really complicated. But uh, you'll figure it out once you get here. If you can. It's crazy. It, it makes me mad. <laughs> Uh, not that the rest of these stories are going to make me any happier, that's for sure. Ah, we can move along. Oh, awesome. Speaking of my backyard, let's actually go to Ohio. Because <laughs> I, I got a doozy. It's rough out here. Uh, from USA Today, Ohio police dog mauled black man as he surrendered to officers. Video shows... An unarmed black man was mauled by a police dog in Ohio after he had already surrendered to authorities with his hands up following a high-speed car chase through multiple counties earlier this month, according to newly released body camera footage. The lengthy pursuit began after Jadarius Rose, 23 years old, of Tennessee failed to stop for a vehicle inspection by by an Ohio State Highway Patrol trooper on July 4th. The footage, which was obtained by the Seattle Valley Guardian through a public records request, shows state troopers giving the dog's handling officer several warnings not to release the dog if the man surrendered with his hands in the air. Although Rose appeared to comply with authorities in the video, Circleville Canine Handling Police Officer is seen releasing the dog and commanding the dog to, uh, to attack Rose. Uh, what's this motherfucker's name? Ryan Speakman. Uh, this man, this motherfucker, it's either you're insanely dumb or what? Like, you're racist. I don't understand. Because it's so bad that you're, there's literally your commanding officer, if I'm not mistaken, fellow officer, whatever, is telling you, look, if this man is surrendering, don't put the dog on him. Just don't do it. You're just to stand here. And this motherfucker's like, 
whoop, get him. Like, and I think the, the, the potential rationale that's going to be used here is that, hey, Rose was being hit with multiple commands. He was trying to comply. One said, stay there, stand there, don't move. Put your hands up. He has hands up. So he's good. He's thinking. There's another that's telling him to get on the ground. So he's like, I don't know what to do. In this uh, confusion, the dog is sicked on him. But once again, the other, which once again, I believe the commanding officer is like, don't put the dog on him. How many times did I tell you not to do that? Also, there's another beef that I have is that once the dog immediately bites Rose to the point of bleeding, it's about 10 to 20 seconds, this whole ordeal, Speakerman go, Speakman, I don't know why I added the ER, whatever, Speakman goes, pins him down, then has the dog off. So it's like, Rose has been complying since he got out of the car. He's doing what you were supposed to do. He is listening to commands. Like, what what can you do? What can you fucking do in these situations? Like, <laughs> it's it's very frustrating. It's very infuriating. Uh, to have to cover these stories time and time and time and time and time again. Like, um, that being said, um, Rose is obviously still going to, you know, go to jail, go through the whole process. It's going to be a felony. Because he failed to comply, he risked people's lives and all that fucking shit, yada, yada, yada. As for Speakman, we don't know. <clears throat> um, we don't know if he's been placed on leave, a.k.a. he's probably not been placed on leave. Um, there's been an investigation into his actions, but we don't know what that's going to bear. Probably nothing. <laughs> so, I, I mean, if there is something else to report here, you know, I will be there to talk about it, but... It just seems like it's another thing that we have to just take on the chin, you know? We know we know they love to put the fucking hoses out. We know we love to put the fucking dogs out. It's just a reminder of that to me. It just it frustrates me. It makes me very fucking sad. Not that this last story is going to make me any happier, but I wanted to talk about it. Ah, but let me de-stress. Let me take a break. Let me catch my breath. <laughs> Now, I actually caught the story on Reddit. I read like half of it, like half of the the title, if you will, in my push notifications. And I was like, something about this story is just so wild. I'm not even processing it yet. And then I listened to it on a podcast where they talked about um, Mr. Braxton. And I was like, this is insane. This is the same story, isn't it? And I clicked it and I was like, sure, fuck enough. So, from CBS News, black man who says he was elected mayor of Alabama town alleges that white leaders are keeping him from position. So, this is the town of New Bern, Alabama. Patrick Braxton, 57 years old, is one of several um, plaintiffs named in the, excuse me, Braxton et al v Stokes et al. Um, I, if I was smarter, I know what that means, but I don't. 
Uh, the other plaintiffs, James Ballard, uh, Barbara per- Barbara Patrick, Janice Quarles, and Wanda Scott are people that Braxton hoped to name to the city council of New Bern after he was elected to office in 2020. Um, mind you, he ran unopposed because the, I believe the incumbent mayor, which is Stokes, didn't, um, even run. He didn't even bother to put himself on, (laughs) but essentially he, sorry, Braxton, he's a black man. He ran for mayor of this town, New Bern, uh, majority black, I believe 85%, uh, but I believe in I like over a hundred years, some odd years, whatever. There's only been like one black official in town council. But uh, Braxton said in the lawsuit, which CBS News reviewed, that Newburn has not had an election for decades. Instead, the office of mayor was inherited by a handpicked successor, and that the and that mayor cho- then chooses town council members again without an election all prior member all prior mayors have been white residents um which is said in the lawsuit even though about 85 percent of new burns population is black only one person has ever served on the town council so that this is wild to me like it's so bad that literally Blackburn, you know, or Braxton goes uh, through all the, you know, the channels. He goes through a whole process. He pays up. He does this shit. And he wins because he's literally running unopposed. (laughs) There's just no one who was qualified to even run against him. And he runs and he gets it. So he's like, cool, I'm mayor. He then goes about the process of, like, making a council, which initially wasn't going to be all black. He wanted to have a mixed group. And all the white residents of the town that he asked to be on council just declined. They didn't want to be a part of it. So he's like, okay, found members. And then, turns out, the incumbent mayor, Stokes, says, hey, you know what? I'm just gonna, you know, do a little shadow shit. And I'm trying to think if I can find it here. Um, Here we go. Meanwhile, in August of 2020... Just weeks after his election, Stokes and his council members, Gary Bussard, Jesse Donald Leverett, Von Seal Brown Thomas, and Willie Richard Tucker, allegedly met in secret to adopt a special election ordinance. Notice of the meeting was not published, and the group set a special election for October 6th, essentially saying, like, okay, cool, you you got it, awesome, and we're going to, like, re-elect Stokes and just do all this shit without you, which is insane. That's wild to me. (laughs) It's like, this can't be real. They even went further as to change the locks so that he couldn't get into town hall. You know, he couldn't get into his place of work. <laughs> he couldn't find out any of this fucking information. And they took information while the doors were locked. I believe this, the locks were changed on him like two to three times in this whole process. So, ugh, I mean, it, it's just like the more I kept pulling out of here, the the just the more upset I, I was just getting. <laughs> um, let's see what else is here. Um, there are also more people who are implicated, 
But of course, no one is talking. Everyone's just kind of saying like, ah, you know, we're, we're waiting for court. You know, I've been told I can't speak on this. Um, but more or less from what Stokes has said is like, yeah, everything that they're saying, like it, it's, it's what's happened, you know, but it was all legal. <laughs> so essentially it's like, yeah, Braxton was mayor. So essentially, yes, he did become mayor because he even registered it with like a probate judge. So this is all on the level in that regard. They're not debating that. But they are saying that an on the level other election happened and now he's not mayor anymore. And I'm just like, I just don't understand how that makes sense. Like, how do you make that make sense? <laughs> um, but I'm just hoping they don't get away with it. I hope that Braxton gets, you know, his chance to actually be in office to be a mayor. He won it. He won that right. Um, yeah, I wish I could find the Stokes guy, the full name, but I kind of don't care. <laughs> Fuck this guy. Tomato to this man. Um, may he be forgotten in history as far as I'm concerned. <laughs> but that's all I have for today. Um, let's see. I got to do the shill shit. Patreon.com says Isaiah News. If you'd like to support financially, I'd really appreciate it. Uh, you become a newsie, which gets you newsy status. I shout you out once a month on the podcast. I also plug whatever project you got going on, things like that. So, you know, that's a thing you can do. But there are free ways to, you know, contact me and support the podcast. Uh, Gmail, IsaiahNews1 at gmail.com if you'd like to send any feedback. But if you're following all the socials, that's great. Obviously, if you're just being a listener, you've made it this far, you're the best. You're, you're the best around. No one's ever going to keep you down. I, God damn it. But um, let's see. Sharing, that always helps. Uh, the stars, all the, all the stars. Comments. If you haven't subscribed to the YouTube, please do that. That would be hella dope. Uh, but yeah, that's all I got for today. Thank you so much for tuning in. Thank you so much for being a friend. And hopefully I see you soon for some more good news. I love you. Bye-bye. Mwah.